listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Welcome to 7K Picks. Last week, after having nobody, we got everyone in this Joshua Adamoy Marbathon. We got Nick Picks, we got the Senator, and we got Coach Francis. Gentlemen, welcome to 7K Picks. As the NFL is getting crazy, but we keep on chucking along. We are at lucky week seven. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I just want to make a statement, okay, for yeah. all the people that listen to 7K Pick regularly. Last week was a hectic week. We we're yes, trying to figure out when are we going to record, when are we not going to record, all this stuff. So Josh hits me up and I say, you know what, if anything, I'll do a solo pod. Yeah. And I recorded the not so soft pod and I turned to Kino. And my boy, Joe, who's with Talks with the Chatterbox. And I say, yo, you want to record a football pod? We can record right after the Not So Soft. They said, yeah, sure. We go through, we hear it's recording, recording in progress. We actually do 45 minutes of the episode. We sign off. Episode didn't record. And Josh was like, I did a solo one. I'll just throw that up. I was like, you have no idea the drama that was in that (laughs) 45-minute episode (laughs) that did not record. We had a Minnesota Vikings fan. Imagine that. Damn. Well, at the beginning of my part two, Senator, I I said, this is part one. Senator will be talking about part two. (laughs) The drama my side. So I recorded this early Saturday morning, but then I had to go to some of my broadcast duties. And it didn't finish uh, getting done on time for the Zoom. So I had to leave. So we did a whole college football thing about how great Oregon is and how they're going to knock off Washington and all that. <laughs> so I had to re-edit off all of that stuff. I had a whole Carolina thing, which we're getting to Carolina. Luckily, that paid off. Okay, so I like re-edited it at like 10 at night. And threw it up for a Sunday morning. So luckily we did get to you, but you know, like it was a busy week, and uh, luckily we're able to get it to you now. But yeah, shout shout to Senator but Nick. But Nick, I just, Nick, I want to say this though: the Vikings fan was a former Saints fan. What? Oh, so is this like, like the NFL plan exactly. that we had? This so week? imagine having so maybe so imagine. How I felt when that episode did not fully record, I was like, this would be, you know, when you kind of just think of somebody when the episode's done, I was like, when Nick hears this episode, he's going to go, he's going to be going crazy off of it. And then didn't record. Damn. That's, that's the lost tapes. I would love to hear that. We got to dig, we got to <laughs> find it somehow. Sometimes those are the best ones or the ones that don't go. But yeah, I mean, people were probably confused that one because I forgot to edit. I'm like, there's a part two with Senator coming. There was not a part two with Senator coming. Yeah, I messaged Josh right after and I said, Josh, it didn't record. Uh, and I'm not recording a solo one now because I actually no. put in the effort to do this. Yeah, so. I don't I don't blame yeah. you. I don't blame you. It, no, yeah. at the end of the day, we did got, we got some content out. So now we got the whole crew here. 
And uh, we got a lot to talk about. I think, uh, what do we have? So two of our teams won and two of our teams lost. So Coach and I are on the winning side this week, and you gentlemen are on the losing side of things this week. But uh, we'll, we'll recap everyone's teams. We'll actually start with Nick as we uh, go forward and look to this NFL week, and we'll talk about the college week, and I'll have a lot more to say about the college side. But Nick, since I kind of want to get a perspective of everybody's teams, so the Browns, who beat San Francisco last week, they're going in the take on your Colts. They're favored by two and a half. Um, but it is, it's been a rough two weeks now for Indy. Uh, AR, he's done for the year, officially confirmed today. Jonathan Taylor still not had the full vibes yet. Gar- Bill Simmons said the best thing for Gardner Minshew was like, maybe they should just start someone for like the first like two drives and then pull them because that's when Gardner Minshew was better. But now you're facing this Browns team to beat potentially the best team in football. You're in Indy. What's going on with Indy? Looking, looking grim. Looking grim, you know. Uh, I like Gardner though. I still do. Um, he just he throws so much. He'll get he'll get you three hundred yards. He's gonna get three interceptions with that three hundred yards. Um, you know, kind of kind of ala Jameis Winston uh, a couple years ago when he went thirty for thirty. But um, you know, it's 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 not looking good. I think if we can get Jonathan Taylor going, I feel real good about it. I feel really good about our running game with Zach Moss and Taylor. If they can start using that more. And, you know, so Gardner doesn't have to throw for 350 yards and three picks every week. I think we might have a chance to maybe get 500 this year. I'm not looking for anything more than 500, though. Not not at this point. Obviously, you would like to almost suck, though, to get Marvin. That'd be almost kind of the crux now is like to get maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. It We have the team to do that, for sure. We definitely have the defense to do that. Uh, and it's looking like we might have the offense to do that. Uh Coach, we haven't brought you in yet. Uh, just kind of your thoughts in this game and who you're picking to win. Which game's that? The, Col- the, uh, the Browns. The Browns and Colts. Browns are favored by two and a half. Yeah, I mean, Browns are a really good defense, solid defense, like all three levels. Um, but it comes down to offense. Like, who, who's going to be quarterbacking? Like, is going to be PJ? Is going to be Deshaun? Like, it's, it's coming. Yeah, what? Offense. By the way. What is going on with Deshaun Watson right now? This is getting weird now because it sounds like he's not as bad as injured as what they said. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like the coach is trying to like I don't know the coach or it's the GM, but they're trying to throw him under the bus because the last two weeks they they keep saying, oh, like he has the okay to play, like you know, like so like they're clearly making it like making it known that. He is choosing for whatever reason not to play after they gave him what 250 mil guaranteed. So yeah, I mean, as a as a Ravens fan, uh, this is all great news to me because fuck everyone else in the north. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a whole weird weird vibe with that that whole roster. Even like um, even with uh, who who's the other day like uh, it'll come back to me. But like. Miles Garrett, he started the game the year old super strong, and now he's like kind of just chilling. Like Greg Newsom, he he could have won the game for them. What was it uh, last week they played where he had the pick in his hands? Mm-hmm. Like they're up and down team. Uh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it's the Browns. So taken. The Browns are going to take taking the Colts or the Browns.
Yeah, you. Me? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> my, my, my thing with you, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm taking the Browns just because they're uh, their defense is there, but, but it's not a game that I'm looking I'm, I'm, I'm looking towards because Colts beat my team. Yeah. So, so. Uh, I, I look at this as kind of a, a in-between track. You know, I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, before we get to Senator, Nick, who are you going with? I'll take the Colts on this one. I think uh, I think we can do it. Two and a half. Yeah, I think we can do it. Senator, I'm choosing the Browns just because of the fact that they've only given up a thousand and five yards in six games. Like that. That is, you if you can't really move the ball, Gardner Gardner Minshew. I want to see him succeed. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the way how. The way how he looked in Philly when Jalen Hurts got injured and then he came in, like this is really the chance for, if there's going to be a chance for him to ever really solidify himself in the league, I think this is a chance just because Colts have a, Colts have some really good players on defense. Their run game, if they actually get it going, Zach Moss, uh, Taylor are, Real, can be really explosive. It kind of comes down to Gardner Minshew at that point. But just because Browns haven't given up a lot of yards, to me, I think that's going to be where... And PJ, PJ, for some reason, always just finds a way to get a play in that just gets you that needed first down, Yeah. even when you're kind of doubting him. So that's the only reason why I'm going with the Browns. If the lines was a little bit larger, I would have gone with the Colts. But two and a half... That's the only reason why I'm going with the Browns. We'll stay on this uh, round table of all our teams playing. We'll go to you now, uh, Senator. Your Falcons head into Tampa Bay. Tampa is favored by two and a half. Uh, coming off a tough loss to the Commanders. Bucks may not have Baker right now. He's battling a little bit of injury, among other things. Uh, up and down, Desmond Ritter's home streak got ended. How are you feeling about your Falcons and how are you feeling about this game? All right, I try to be I try to be the most uh, realistic when it comes to my team. I think anybody that listens to this pod regularly knows that. I think last week, last week was one of the worst games that I've seen yeah. when it comes to the Falcons, and the reason why is because, to me, I think at certain points you don't need to risk it; just take the points. There was too many times when they were on fourth and two or something like that, and instead of just kicking the field goal it can kind of take the pressure off your quarterback especially second half he threw two interceptions which really cost us the game I was happy for Campbell getting his 100 sack watching watching that that was a amazing moment but overall just because he had one good week of throwing over 300 yards doesn't mean you have to rely on him to there there was so many times where they didn't use a play, play action pass they there's so many times like it's kind of traditional just run and then try to throw a pass like it's yeah. you got to mix it up and i think that's what was the difference from last week to this week and they couldn't pick up the short yardage that they needed to at that point take the points you have ku who's a really good kicker in this league take the points right Mm-hmm. Um, this week against the Bucks, the Bucks to me is one of those teams that started off hot. I don't think that they can maintain their momentum. So 
I'm going to choose Falcons for this one. But we need we need the run game to get better. We need to tell you the truth. I don't think Bijan is the issue. I think we need Algier to really get back to the rookie season. Algier, that thousand yard. Um, Algier, right now he started off slow. I think it's because he thought he was going to be the starter this year, and then they drafted Bijan. So I'm gonna go with there, and they need to incorporate Cordell a little bit more. They do. They do. He's not doing anything. He's the Joker. Yeah, he can pat. He can catch. Put him on wideout if you need. I like this Van Jefferson pickup, but you have Cordell Patterson. Use him. Absolutely. So I'm choosing Falcons, but yeah, they need to play better. Um, yeah, I'm not going to add too much more to. I will take the Falcons. I think they have a big, a bit of a bounce back. Uh, and, a, and a win that they needed in division. Uh, I think with the, that Commanders team is one of the more confusing teams in the league. To me right now, Sam Howell had a really good game in that. We'll talk about them in a bit, but I'll take the Falcons in that one. Nick, where are you going? Um, I mean, the Falcons are on the road, which is not good. Ritter's not super good on the road. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to take them anyways, kind of for all the points you guys made. I think um, – you know, this is this is the point of the year, week seven, where Bijan needs to get the ball. He need, mm-hmm. they need to show off what he can actually do. You know, he's gone through six games already and not done a whole lot. This is a game where I think he's going to start getting the ball. George, where are you uh, going? It's like uh, you guys planned this, but I am going against the Falcons this game. Uh, I'm going with the Bucks. Um, I think. Watching the few moments, I haven't watched a lot, a lot of Falcons games, but I've watched a few moments of the Falcons. Like it almost, when I watch it, it almost seems like they're trying to lose because they keep putting the ball in Ritter's hand, and I don't understand it. Like I, I think I sent you guys a a, a meme the other day with like um, Kyle Pitts of like like not getting like any any targets or any looks. Hey, he, he got his first touchdown. First touchdown, whatever. Like six weeks into it, and he's supposed to be a generational talent at tight end. Like it feels like. They're just trying to lose. And I say that because I think at this point, when you know your quarterback is what he is right now, like what he's shown to be, he's very inconsistent. Why not give the ball to Bijan 30 times? Why not? So what, I, so what I'll say to you, like coach. Like why not run it 50 times a game? Like, you know, but whatever. Well, I'll say to you, coaches, uh, last game, they actually made an effort in trying to get it to Pitts. Like, he was the most targeted receiver. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, receiver in the game. Took six weeks for them to get to that point. Yes, yeah, yeah. But he was the most targeted one on there. I think their biggest issue is that they don't spread the ball out. So now, so I think they, like, lock in on who they want to be, like, the most, like, Ritter locks in on who he wants yeah. to be the most targeted one. So last yeah. game was was Pitts. Before that would be, like, Hall. Mac Hollins has been like his go-to for a lot of the times, but like, and then Drake London gets like two a game, right? Like it's not spread out like a good offense usually is. They like, should be like, honestly, like with a quarterback that inconsistent, they should be built or they should be like, you look at any good team who's had inconsistent play at QB, look back at the Browns when they had Baker and, they were made and, and they're they're being mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Like you look at any team where they have like a subpar quarterback, 
they run the ball till the ball is deflated. Like it's just like 25, 30 attempts per game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that builds their play action to their tight end because usually they have a decent tight end in the middle. So that extra security back blanket play action to the tight end up the middle. And then whenever like you can get like a cheap shot for like Drake London or whomever on the outside, you take it. But like you, sh- that's how those these teams are built. And I feel like they're doing the reverse. They're putting the ball in Drake London's hand. It doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, he threw for over 300 yards, but like in nowhere in the world does that seem like it's winning mechanics or like winning theory for this football team. I think absolutely, absolutely. You have agree two with generational you. talents with Pitts and Bijan. Three. Give, Drake London's up there too, man. Well, 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 yeah, like like Drake London is a talent, but for your wideout on the outside, you need a quarterback can get in the ball. So as of right now, he's kind of just like. He, he's going to be like your, your like three receptions, mm-hmm. 70 yards, maybe a touchdown. Like he's going to be like, like he should be in that range with this quarterback. If you have a, 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 a gunslinger out there, yeah, then you can give him like seven, eight, nine, you know, option opportunities at it. But for this football team, I think you have to like run the ball and play action to your tight end and then take your shots, you know, like second and three, whatever, three and third and one, then, then you take yeah. a big shot, you know, but like, as of right now, I just, it seems like they're doing it backwards. And for that reason, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Cause I feel like they have a, a pretty good, a pretty good football team. And Baker has not been making the mistakes that Baker has usually made this year. You know, I think this game will come down to which quarterback doesn't make mistakes. And well, yeah. let's talk about your team next coach. Uh, maybe the game of the morning, Potentially, uh, you know, if we didn't have such a good Sunday night game, I'd almost say this is a game you could flex. I mean, I wish they would flex it to Thursday. Uh, but you have the Detroit Lions uh, going me, into Baltimore. Uh, no, no, we just came off of uh, London, man. We used to put us on Monday. <laughs> well, yeah, Monday would be nice too, I'm sure. I mean, your game on Monday would be better than the Monday game. Uh, but you have the 11 a.m. game, and you're hosting the hottest, one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the NFL, against Detroit. Doesn't sound like they're going to have Montgomery, but does sound like Gibbs is going to be back. Sun God's there. Jamison's there. They got all the receivers going. Um, this is a big game for them. Obviously, that tough loss to the Steelers. We didn't have you on for that one, but did a little bit better uh, against this Tennessee the team last week. And uh, this is the biggest game so far of the year, I say, for the Ravens against, I can't believe I'm saying this, in a Super Bowl contender like the Lions. That is a weird sentence I never thought I'd say. I, I don't believe they're a Super Bowl contender. I, I will say this, though. They are trending in the right direction. You, you look at them last year. They lost a lot of one-score games. Yeah. They were competitive. Right, they, so you're saying they're this year's Vikings? Um, No, I don't think they're this year's Vikings. I think they're a good football team. Like they're, They got talent all across the board. Like I, I'm not taking anything, anything away from them. I just feel like they're a year too early. They're this year's – they're last year's Chargers. Mm. Chargers lost a lot of one-score games. And and finished off with a decent record. I think that's yeah. what the Lions are. Well, because yeah. I'm just saying that because in the Vikings win like something 11, like 10 one skid, one score yeah, games yeah. last year. Yeah, they were like 10 and or 11 or or whatever it was. But um, but like looking towards this game, I think this is. I'm excited for this game. I feel like this is the Ravens' first big game of the year. Like the Pittsburgh yeah. games are always big. You know, like those, those are divisional games. Those are always big. The um the Bengals the Bengal game with Joe Burrow even though he was hurt that's, that's a big game you know but I feel that um this is like if we win this game I feel like a lot of teams a lot of a lot of pundits and stuff are saying like like Ravens are 
They're like flying under the radar, you know, all this stuff. But I think winning this game puts us in a position where we are a legit Super Bowl contender. Prior to this year, prior to the year beginning, we were kind of like um, fringe Super Bowl contenders. Uh, Jared Goff has been playing great. Um, they're running, their running game is really like running the ball really well defensively. Like, I'm curious as to how the loss of the safety uh, Gardner, because he's, he's out for the year, right, with a, with a peck. Yeah. I'm curious as to how that would that would that would play. Well, he's in. on IR for now. I uh, think, yeah, yeah. I but, think he's out. Yeah. But like, I think like this is gonna be a game where it's gonna be Mark Andrews um, over the middle a lot. Um, their front seven is really good, so I, I don't see like Gus and those guys having big games. But I think this could be a game with Mark Andrews has like a touchdown, hundred yards, like something like a, something along that along those lines. Uh, what's the line? What's it? Three. Uh, right now it is Ravens by three because Baltimore mm-hmm. is home. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take the points. I think um, us coming like I, I was listening to a lot of the interviews and stuff coming back from London, and like a lot of the uh, coaches and players are like they're talking about like how the um, the trip was better for them, like not football related, just like being able to just talk and like hang out and spend time together with family. Like I think like they're they're all kind of leaning towards just being like like that um that game of the year that catapults them forward. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna pick the Ravens, but. Lions are good, man. Like, they're a tough team. Like, they're, they're only like three coaches. If I was playing football, only three coaches that I want to play for, and I'll be Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, and and Dan. Like he, like he's just one of those guys that's just like, he like he, like he wants, he wants to bite your kneecaps and you know, like shit yeah. like that. Like he just, just <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's crazy stuff like that. You're like, like why wouldn't you want to run through the wall for him? You know? And I think he has those guys believing. Um, but yeah, I got Ravens by by three. Senator, where are you going? Um, I agree with everything that coach said, but I am going with the Lions. And the reason why I'm going with the Lions is because I feel like defense travels. I think that Baltimore has a tendency of defeating themselves. So I do oh, think that that, that I do think that that like coach said, that trip uh, was good for them in the bonding experience. But I also seen teams come back from that London trip and not look the same. Not like I I seen a stat like the team like teams that have won in London and played the next week like like didn't take their buy they're like nine and three. So for for whatever that's worth whatever that's worth like that that that's then this is now but like there's a lot of analytics that say that like your momentum builds and like you, you keep going um and then kind of just talking the defense like. Ravens defense is under the radar this year. Like they're no, it's, it's in like it's, every category this year. They're yeah, getting healthier too. They are getting healthier. In, like top five every category. They're tied for first in sacks right now. Like I think the thing first in sacks with like with like no big pass rushers. So that that kind of says a lot about the team defense. I think the thing with the Lions though, and I don't know if y'all have been paying attention to the Lions as much, but Jerry Goff doesn't really make mistakes. And I no. think that that's where their O line is fucking amazing. That's that's what's happening right now. They're, like he's he's not getting pressure at. All. Yeah. So because he because he has the time to not make mistakes and the run game, and if whatever short yardage that the run game might pick up, he overcomes it. So normally sometimes there's teams that rely on the run game to take the ball out of the quarterback hands. I think at this point right now, he's in the I'm in that kill mode right now. Uh, y'all thought my career was dead when they shipped me out from LA to Detroit. And now look at this team and the team really like is around him. And my biggest issue with 
the Ravens is like I said, they should be six and zero at this point. They've defeated themselves. And at that point, I think that's the only reason why I'm kind of just leaning more towards a team that hasn't really defeated themselves more than the team that has defeated themselves. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think you're right on that. Um, Nick, where are you going? And by the way, too, with Jared Goff, top five in passing yards and top five in uh, passing touchdowns. Yeah, he's 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 balling out this year, and and they just got back their uh, wide receiver who was who was hurt, right? So he's yeah, they got Jamison back. Everyone's there. Uh, Sam Laporta is also hurt this week, so they may not have Sam Laporta. And running game is up in the air. Uh, Nick, where are you going? Um, I'm I'm going Detroit. Um, I think they look really good. That uh, Jared Goff, Jared Goff was in the Super Bowl. You know, he's a Super yep. Bowl quarterback. He's been there. Um, and him and St. Brown, their chemistry is just bananas this year, you know, and especially last game, they were on point last week. And even without Montgomery, I think Gibbs out of the backfield, um, gives him another weapon that he's going to have to use, you know, cause Gibbs hasn't done that yet this year. He hasn't been catching passes out the backfield. Goff's no. going to have to do it without Montgomery there. They're not going to give Craig Reynolds the ball 15 times, 20 times, you know, they're going to, they're going to use Jameer in, in different ways. And I I think that that team is good in Baltimore. I don't know if they've had a really hard opponent this year. This might be their first hard game. Yes, they played the Bengals, but it was week two Bengals. That doesn't count. Yeah. So, you know, this might be their biggest test of the year. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if uh, if Lamar and that wide receiver, those wide receivers are ready for it. You're right. Mark Andrews is going to kill this game. I just don't know if Zay Flowers is going to kill this game. Yeah, I don't see the, the, the wide out like. Odell Beckham experiment right now, we can all say that that's like an epic failure right now, uh, that experiment. Um, but yeah, and like honestly, like, the, like I saw uh, somebody talk about it to the early today, like Lamar is on track for like 4,600 yards, 38 mm-hmm. touchdowns. Like he's like, he's he's having a like low key, very, very good year, like minus the friggin' the, 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 the end zone touchdown. Minus the three uh, interception. Oh, sorry, sorry, the, the interception. Minus that. Minus the friggin' three fumbles. Like those are four big turnovers. Obviously, that cost us two games. But like, you look at what he's doing right now. He's having an MVP cal- MVP caliber year. Um, but as as we we're saying, Nick, like this is this is the Ravens' biggest game of the year. So, uh, are they cha- are they are they changing Lamar's scheme? Like he's throwing more than we've ever seen, right? So are they? Is this now a longevity thing? Like we're seeing what's going on with Richardson and every other running back throughout pretty much history. You know, there's always concussions. There's always something wrong with their ankles or knees or something like that. Whereas now Lamar has an arm, and you know if he throws for five thousand yards, you know he might only run for four hundred yards only. Like, four hundred yards. Like I thought. Coming into the year, that this would be like I thought I was, I was very nervous just coming into the year because I'm like, shoot, like they're gonna try and turn him into like a Tom Brady esque quarterback, or like, like a, a pocket a, pocket, pocket quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, like I, like you remember what you remember what they did with the RJ RJ three coming off of mm-hmm. the injury. So yes. like I thought it was gonna be something like that where they would force him to do that. But um, I will say that like watching the games, like they're not forcing him to be in the pocket. Like they're they're doing a lot of. QB runs, like QB design runs. Um, and I think the biggest uh, improvement to Lamar's game is that, like, he, like, over the first two, three, four years of his career, like, it was like one read. If it's not Mark Andrews, 
or it was not like the uh, open slant, like to like the Marcus Robinson or whoever else was there, he's out and running. So like one, maybe two reads max, he's running. Now you're looking at him like you're looking at him going, he's going through, he's going left to right, going over all three, four reads. And then he's like, even when he's running, he's not like running to, 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 to run, he's running to throw. And then as that breaks down, then he's like getting on and running. So like, um, I don't know. Like, I think the goal is for him to, to pass more, but like, you can't take away who he is, you know, like just like what what, what Philly's doing. Philly trying to like like turn uh, Jalen into like his pocket quarterback and they're struggling because of it, you know, like you got to let those guys be who they are, you know, like even if it's only for four or five years, get the most out of them for, for that time and then move on. But Plus drafting doing. Zay Flowers ain't going to hurt those yards, no. you know, they, he's, he's a legit, he's legit. Too small, man, but. I mean, I like him. Fast. I like him. I like him. I like him. But for your number one wide receiver, like those, like those guys who are that small, there's not a lot of those guys anymore. Like AB was probably the the best guy to be like that small. You know, I mean, Tyreek. Tyreek's not big. Tyreek is there. Don't forget me wrong. Tyreek is there, but but he's like yeah. out of this world speed, out of this right. world. You know, like like that's that's like one of one. Um, so hopefully Zay can do more. But as they start putting bigger corners on him start putting safety help over the top then, yeah. then, it's, then it's like what is he really gonna do like he's gonna have to do like a lot of jet sweeps and you know like ghost ghost screens and stuff and like that's all good you know but i'll uh, just, i'll say i'll say this real quick before josh before you give your pick for zay i think that what he just needs to get a little bit better at is a little bit better at pass routes like he i think the routes are like they, the routes that they set him on are very simplified. I think if he's a, if they're able to kind of mix it up and make it a little bit more complex, then the, then his space, his, um, if he, if it's a weird comparison to use, but like a Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey doesn't really have a specific route that he has to run. He just knows what he has to do. And I think if they can kind of mix it up with Zay and he can just get, into like a better understanding of it and a better feel of it, then he can't elevate himself to a really good number one. But just right now they have it very simplified for him. It's either a jet sweep or go straight or uh, sh- a shallow cross. In, like, like yeah, like, like it's, like, it, like you just whole, get, gotta sorry, get go better with that. The whole thing with Kelsey is that Kelsey, like he's like a veteran, you know? So like mm-hmm. a lot of his routes that you, that you, that you said, like, a lot of those are just choice routes, option routes, you know, like read the defensive leverage and then, you know, like make a read, whatever. Um, Zay is, he's, he doesn't have that yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. He doesn't have that. I think if anyone on the offense has that, it's Mark Andrews. Um, but, uh, but that's where you can flex, flex both of them where yeah. Mark Andrew runs a simplified route and then Zay kind of does a complex route. Like a if I'm being honest, hit, I think but... I think the option for them this this week, honestly, I think they gotta just either put OBJ to like that third or fourth wide out, move Zay to the one, and then move um Duvernay in there. Like mm. I kind of think I think Duvernay is a guy who creates big plays and you're clearly not getting that out of OBJ right now. So why not put somebody in there who like last year before he got hurt, he he had like huge, 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 huge numbers in the sweep game, uh, and he was a special team pro bowler. So he's he's a guy who makes makes people miss. So you have two of those guys making people miss. Mark Andrews over the middle. You got Lamar. Like I think 
that gives them a little bit of more dynamic stuff that they're not getting with OBJ because he's clearly either he's washed or he's hurt. Josh can't wait to talk about his team. So let's get to his team just now. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll take the Lions in that one. A lot of riveting points in that. I just like the way that the Lions are going in the offense. It's so dynamic right now. I think it's a big game, too. You guys mentioned Jared Goff. I think for both quarterbacks, both quarterbacks haven't really been talked about in the MVP category. I think if Lamar is able to get this, he can get himself into a smaller conversation of that. Obviously, he hasn't been talked as much, but I, I think Lamar has been really consistent other than having that Steelers game where nobody could catch the ball and no coach that was frustrating you with everything they've had to go through from the running back side and not having a consistent wideout. Patrick Mahomes is obviously dealing with the same thing right now, but Goff, I think to jump to six and one against a good Ravens team, a Ravens team that is getting healthier and is getting more consistent. And I look at them in that division right now. I do think they have shown to be the best overall team in that division. I still don't believe in whatever this Bengals thing is. I will talk about the Bengals in a bit. I think the only reason the Bengals won is because Geno Smith had a really bad game. I think the Seahawks were better in that game, but I'll take the Lions, and next up, speaking about the Lions, we'll talk about the team that they face in prime time next week. I know everyone's excited for a Lions and Raiders game next Monday. I know everyone's geared up for that game on Monday Night Football. And I'm sure everyone here is going to ditch watching their teams for a thrilling game between the Raiders and the Bears. I know. I know it's tasty. I know all you want it. Um, the Raiders are potentially going to be one of the worst four and three teams in NFL history. They're already the one of the worst three and three teams in NFL history. I worked late and got home. I shout to the zone um, for their, their on-demand playback. It's pretty good. Uh, normally I PVR games back in the day, but the on-demand for the zone, perfect for like the 30 second skip ahead to kind of match the huddles and get to stuff. So Shout to the zone. It was an easy rewatch on demand for this game. The game itself, I can't imagine watching this whole game because it just looked like an absolute dumpster fire of a game and just not entertaining in in any way. Um, Jimmy stayed consistent. I, I that that he got Devonte just absolutely blasted. It doesn't seem like Devonte is really having a fun week or a fun time in Vegas right now. Uh, he had that quote today. He doesn't care about wins or losses. He cares about legacy. That speaks code to me of a guy like, give me the fucking ball. Um, and I, I get that. I'm Hunter Renfro, obviously, will probably be traded the next two weeks. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's crazy. We have some really good defensive players in this year. I don't know where Max Crosby is stacking in defensive player of the year. I, I would assume right now it's probably TJ Watt overall, or m- maybe Michael Parsons, one of them. But, man, Max Crosby is doing – he's won two games now for Vegas. He won that Packer game for them. And then he won this game literally against New England. New England is not a good football team. That is probably the worst football team I've seen this year. We should have absolutely blast. We we were in the you know talk about Seattle having all these problems in the red zone. We were in the in the red zone six times. And anyone that had fantasy uh, for Raiders, whether they have Jacobs or Myers or specifically Devontae, or God forbid if you had Michael Mayer, who finally had a breakout game at tight end in this game um that offense is dynamic it just isn't getting a chance and it's because mcdaniels is just god awful play caller luckily brandon staley exists to make him the second worst coach in the afc west um all that to say the raiders should win against the bears they're not going to have justin fields the bears are not a good football team the raiders are a better football team somehow this team is going to be four and three i don't get it coach and i talked about it in our group chat this week like yeah you guys should be going for caleb or or drake may or Penix. i'm like Trust me, I, in some ways, I'd like to do that. I, I have never seen a fan base 
be more mad at winning back-to-back games than I've seen this Raider fan base mad that we won against the Packers, against the Patriots, and more than likely beating the Bears to go to four to three before we go against the Lions on Monday Night Football, which is going to not be fun for Raider fans. So enjoy the wins where they're coming right now. It's Raiders by three in Chicago. I'll take Vegas in this because I got to enjoy the wins for my team where they're coming because I, don't, I mean, we got Giants and a few other teams that are coming up here, but uh, it, it's, it's, I'll, I'll say this before I throw it to you, Nick. It is a very frustrating team because there is surface level, really good stuff about this team. Um, offense is, is really good. The defense has became a top 15 defense in the league right now. Max is a top 10 defensive player. In the league, some nights it looks like he's a top five defensive player. There is so many things here, but the man in the charge is not good, and maybe the man in center is not good. It looks like it will be uh, the Rook again, AOC, who showed glimpses in the second half against the Chargers. So I'll take the Raiders, obviously, in this game in what has been a, uh, a confusing season, Nick. Um, I will take the Raiders as well. The Bears are really bad. They're yeah. not. They're not. Other than that, DJ Moore going off for 250 yards or whatever he got, you know, that's, that was like the one moment. That was a fluke. That was the DJ Moore does that though. He has one of those games every year. DJ Moore does that. Justin Fields doesn't do that. No, Justin Fields doesn't do that. And uh, we'll see if, uh, who's, who's starting for the bears. Uh, Tyson Badgent. Badgent. Yeah. I thought it was Mike Glennon. I swear Mike Glennon was their backup. I, it doesn't really matter who's going to be starting, I guess, because they're just going to get rolled by this Raiders defense. Are the, they going to be the worst four and three team ever, Nick? Is this going to be the worst four and three team ever? Um, maybe it's going to be pretty close. They're not. I mean, they like they've got some superstars. They've yeah. got Jacobs. They've got Devontae. You know that Max. is and Max Crosby. Those are superstars. Those are NFL yeah. superstars. So it's not like you know. I think it's just putting the offense together, getting everything, getting all of them stinked in at the same time you know especially adams and jacobs um they haven't really used jacobs the way that they used him last year you know he was on no, he's he leading the incredible league year. in running back uh catching yards not receiving yards for now yeah. uh because camara's one behind him yeah i know <laughs> after, <laughs> after two games yeah um but yeah no, no no but jacobs is having a great year you know and i think uh, if adams can get going and if this is his Jamar Chase, give me the fucking ball week. You yeah. know, we saw what Jamar, you know, what happened with Chase that week, you know, blew up for 190 and three. So, you know, if yeah. Devontae can get a game like that, I think the Raiders can actually do some damage the the rest of the year if they can get everything we, going. We need, a, we need a win. We need a win that says, like, what's up? Uh, Senator? No, sorry. Yo, Josh, is Jimmy yeah. playing this game? Uh, it doesn't look like it. It's, it's going to probably be uh, the Rook, AOC. Who looked good that second half? Yeah. Um I'm going with the Raiders. So he finally did it. He finally picked them. Begrudgingly. The okay, because here's cause here's here's my thing, right? Yeah. For the for the Raiders, I don't trust first of all, I don't trust any of these quarterbacks. Yeah. But like you said, DJ Moore always randomly has a a big game. Right. Last year I had to suffer through it when he faced yeah. the Falcons. Like took his helmet off. It took his helmet off, right? But to me, it comes down to if I don't even remember what the guy's name is. You, you just stated it. I don't even remember what his name is. The Bears quarterback. 
If the Bears quarterback can't run, then the Raiders will finish with 12 sacks on the day. Their their O-line is so trash. But if he can actually maneuver in the pocket a little bit and get the ball out a little bit quicker, there's chances that... It might just be eight. I'll say six. I'll say six. I'll cut it in half. But if he's a sit, if he's a sit in the pocket quarterback, we might not see a first down on from the Bears until the second half. Over under two sacks from Max. Max has five and a half right now this year, but over under two sacks from Max Crosby. In this if game. he can't move, I'm giving him five sacks on his own. I like, love it. like, but that's the reason why because I don't really know the the other quarterback. So it's kind of yeah. hard. Sometimes it's hard to judge against. He didn't do good against a Vikings did. defense that is sus. And this Raider defense is actually not bad. Was he in against the Vikings? Well, he yeah. played the he played second, the second half. half. Yeah. Yeah. He played the second half. Yeah. They were already trash at that point. So it doesn't matter. Um, like, like the game where you start from the beginning to the end, you got to actually practice with the first team, all that type of stuff. Yeah. I think everybody knows, like, at times, you might have that one quarterback that just surprises the shit out of you at that point. I don't know what this guy is, but I'm choosing the Raiders, but that's not really like a yay type, type choice. That's just I'll like, take it. That's I'll just, take it. I finally got a Senator by, Raider pick. By default, you know? So Yeah. Uh, coach, you making it our first clean sweep? Yeah, Bears are awful. So yeah, there is no long, there's no reason to get into it. Bears are they're awful. So yeah, Raiders. Uh, okay. My bad. I we... learned from Dan Orlowski. You gotta yeah. like explain everything, right? Yeah. Uh, a few games here we can kind of sweep by that we don't have to waste yeah. time. Buffalo uh, going to New England. New England sucks. I just hope I can see Malik Cunningham. It's Bills by nine. Give me the points in the Bills, Nick. Uh yeah, the Bills for sure. Senator. Is it eight and a half? Nine. Oh, yeah. Give me the bills. What were they favored last week? 15? 15? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think bills win, but Pats cover. Oh, you think they're getting yards? Yeah. So I think if Malik Cunningham plays, then sure. Well, the reason I'm saying that, the reason I'm saying that is because we know Josh Allen is always good for a stinker. And the Pats had that last week. He had that last week. That's true, but pass defense is not bad. And Bill Belichick always has his way with the NFC East. So I think they'll make it competitive. I, I still think Bills win, but I think it'll be like a, a touchdown game. Sure. Bill is going for Caleb. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Bill, uh, Bill, said, yeah, Bill said forget you, the season. <laughs> like, not if he has anything to say. If he has anything to say, but he's going to draft a freaking kicker again. That's a fact. Uh, Commanders are traveling to New York to take on the Giants. Tough loss for the Giants. NFL kind of hosed them in the last call. Uh, the Commanders and Sam Howell are both very confusing because you look at the the leaders and stuff, and Sam Howell is top 10 in passing yards, top 10 in touchdowns. There's some games where Sam looks like, hey, this could be a really decent, consistent quarterback. Other weeks, like that Bears game, he does not look good at all. Last week, uh, Senator, I'll go to you first on this. He looked great. Uh, against your Falcons, he looked like a quarterback that can stay in there. They're favored by three on the road against the uh, the Giants. I'll take the Commanders and Sam Howell in that game. Uh, give me the Commanders, and I think this is a game where Robinson is going to eat. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. That's another team that's going to go to four to three, which I can't believe. And 
they got decisions to make with Chase Young. That's, I think, the biggest decision coming up. And then Mark, Mark, uh, Sweat, by the way, really, really liking him on the defensive side of the ball. I'm just really happy that I picked up – I had a bye week in, for one of my quarterbacks. Uh, actually, no, I had Anthony Richardson. Sorry, Nick. And then I put him on IR because it was on sleeper, and I picked up Sam Howell last week. Nice. Gave me some really good points for fantasy. So, By, by the way, on, on fantasy, uh, I know you don't do this, Coach. NFL's got to figure the shit out, man. This is some bullshit this week. Carolina, Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston, Jets, and Tennessee all on by this week. And no buy next week for anybody. What the hell? Well, the London game you can choose if you want to take the buy. Yeah. And then, honestly, speaking of our fantasy, I have already reached my so-called win total for the year. I so I am, I am ex- I'm extremely happy. Oh, here. Yeah, Senators currently the second best team in the league. Tied for first, but the winning the division right now. I'm coming up on his heels, though. I'm third in the division right now. After starting one and three, I've made my way back. Nick, they said I was the worst draft person when, when it I did it. Yahoo did. No, Yahoo I was saying did. Yahoo did. I said yeah. I was the worst. Hey, they said I, Devin I gotta... was the best, and Devin is 0 and 6. I always get a D in all my gradings, and it's like I'm four and two in both my teams, in my two big teams. Yeah. 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 Like, like I said, they had Devin going 16 and 0 and an A, and Devin is 0 and 6. So, what does Yahoo know? What does Yahoo know? Nick, what are you going with? Um, I'm going with the Giants. Hmm. Uh, division game. Uh, I think Saquon is gonna go off this game. I see. He's. You know what? Daniel Jones looks scared, but Tyrod looked okay. He looked okay. Not terrible. Not Daniel Jones bad. You know. So I think if he can get Saquon the ball, I think Saquon's gonna be the X factor. If he gets the ball twenty five times in his hands, the Giants are gonna win this game. Wandale Robinson's looking better. Waller should have had that touchdown, and he's gonna get pissed yeah. off, and he's yeah. gonna be playing a game this week. So I think the Giants, that was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think the Giants are going to take it. I don't know. His wife just his wife just won the WNBA championship. Well, he's about to be lit. Yeah, he might not be. Shouts to the Aces. Shouts to Aja. He might not be in game shape for, for the game. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no more testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, coach, who you choosing? Yeah, coach, who you picking? Um, give me the Giants. Like I, yeah, I feel sorry. I'm kind of on the same boat with the whole Saquon thing. I think there's a lot of trade rumors. Like we're, we're we're approaching trade deadline, so I think there's a lot of trade rumors out there on uh, Halloween. Yeah, there, there, there's a there's trade rumors about like all, a lot of these running backs. Like just like I know Justin. I mean not Justin. Uh, t- Taylor's got his money, but like. You look at Saquon, you look at Derrick Henry, like there's a lot of trade rumors out there about those guys. And I think this is the next two weeks are weeks where they completely ball out to improve their their trade, like, right? Their, yeah, like, like show their, show showcase some kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think I think this is a this is a game where I think say as you as you said, Nick, I think Saquon goes for like one twenty, maybe 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 a two touchdowns like 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 a, a, a game like that where he's just dominant um so yeah give me the uh let's take us back to thursday because in the, the root of talking about all our teams about the thursday game 
Jacksonville's traveling to New Orleans. Actually, not a bad Thursday game. Saints are favored by one and a half in this game, but you talked about Kamara has been good. The defense has been okay. You know, talking to the Saints fan we had on last week, Andy Kenyard, not happy with Derek Carr. It only took him five weeks to get frustrated with Derek Carr. Um, I'm not going to get too much of this game. The Jags we talked about two weeks ago, we're a little frustrated by them. I think they're starting to figure out themselves a little bit more. I, I guess the only thing I'd like to know a little bit more is if Trevor Lawrence was playing in this game. So I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit here. If they have Trevor Lawrence, I'll have the Jags win. They did sign Canadian Nathan Rourke to the 53-man roster today, and he had that good preseason. I don't think he is uh, the quarterback that will be going for the Jags. Uh, but so I, I, I'll kind of hedge here. If they have um, Trevor Lawrence instead of C.J. Bathard, I'll go with um, the Jags. If not, I'll go with the Saints. So based on, on if T-Law plays or not, if, as we're recording right now, I don't know if T-Law is going or not, Nick. I'm going to Saints. Uh, I think that defense is strong. Um, I think that, you know, even if Trevor Lawrence plays, um, ETN is his weapon right now. You know, yeah. those wide receivers. Kirk looks fine. Ridley looks bad. Um, I think those wideouts are are not that good. Um, you know, Kamara looked really good. Again, he's looking, he's getting a lot of ball. And he's getting, he's taking all of Olave's ball. So I think they're going to get Olave involved this week. Um, so I'm going with the Saints, coach. Oh, sorry, Senator, you want to go? No, 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 coach, go. This was an interesting game for me because, like, I think the Saints should win. I believe the Saints should win just because I think their defense is actually really good. However, for some reason, I feel like the Jags are in a position where, like, they're they're kind of like everyone picked them to win the the, the AFC South, like yeah. in like a in like a landslide, right? And they're kind of in a position now where like Houston's looking kind of good, mm-hmm. you know, like Colts are like they're they're they, I mean like they're not there, but like they're 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 like they're like there. They're competitive. You know? like, they're competitive. They're competitive. Yeah. They're competitive. Yeah. So like so like this is this is a game where like I think Jags kind of have to win this game. Mm-hmm. I know it, it's not. I don't say it's a must-win game, but I think they kind of have to win this game just to, just based on how the division is kind of playing out. We all thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Me personally, I thought the Jags had a chance to have a number one seed in the AFC based on the division and the schedule. And as of right now, I don't know. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna pick the Jags. Sorry, Senator. So I'm going with the Jags, mm-hmm. and honestly. It's not because I went on long-winded stuff for everybody else, but I'm going with the Jags because I need the Saints to lose so that if the Falcons win, we win the divi- we're in number one in the division. So it's more of a selfish reason why I want the Jags to win. I'll I'll uh, admit that straight up. Let's go to the afternoon games. You got four afternoon games uh, this week, fellas. So we're doing quite well. Uh, some good ones, some bad ones. Um, let's talk about the bad ones because I I think we'll spend more time than the good ones. Um, Denver and Green Bay as the Packers go into Denver. Packers, man, that Raider loss really smacked them in the face. They're only favored by one against the Broncos. Give me everything, money line, points, overs for Jordan Love, everything against Denver. I'll pick the Packers in that one. Uh, I think I think the the league and and Vegas took that Raider loss a lot more serious than it needed to be. Uh, so I will I will easily pick the Packers to beat up on the donkeys, Nick. 
I don't know. Um, this one, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the Packers look bad. They look, Jordan Love looks bad the last like two weeks. He, he looks did. bad. He um, is Aaron Jones back? Do we know that? Is he playing? Uh, I don't know yet. If Aaron Jones, uh, all right. So if Aaron Jones is playing, I'll pick Green Bay. <laughs> if he's out, I will pick the Broncos. He was limited in practice today. Limited. So if he gets a full practice in tomorrow, he's playing. Um, I'm going to stick with Darnell, my answer. And, and Darnell Savage also limited in practice. Same with Kay, uh, Kawhi Walker. So some key players still limited in practice today. Um. Actually, that Packers defense is really good. Um, man, you know what? Maybe I'll no. I'll go. With, you know what? I'm going to go with the Broncos. I think. Uh, I think. I think this is this is a game that they can win at home. It it is. You're not wrong, um, Senator. Uh, I'm going and Packers. I, I, I hate myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going Packers just because they're coming off of a bye week. They lost. Mm-hmm. Went on a bye week. I think they had two weeks to. Tr- to try to boost Jordan Love's confidence, get him some more reps. Uh, Denver, what the hell is that team? I don't know. Um, This might be one of the worst things where somebody got the bag and then came back and did a worse coaching job than somebody that wasn't even supposed to be the head coach before. He was only used to get Aaron Rodgers. And you lost to the team that now has him as an OC. So, like, yeah. it's just you talked all that crap at the start of the season, and now your team looks worse than when Nathaniel Hackett had the team, which was kind of hard to believe. Yeah. So, give me the Packers just because they're coming off of a bye, though. Coach, where are you going? Um, I have completely sold all of my Denver stock. I didn't have a lot of stock in Denver anyway, so yeah. whoever Denver plays going into the rest of the year, even if it's the 0-6 Panthers, I think Denver loses that game. Um, I've, I, I am, I, I'm out. Like I thought, Sean Payton was going to be the, uh, the 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 snake charmer, Payton? you know, the the the, yeah. the, 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 the QB guy, and honestly, like it's not even a Russell Wilson problem right now. You know, like he's not playing bad. He's not playing good. You know, he's playing like Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. He's playing like that kind of that kind of tier quarterback right now. It's everyone else, you know, like Jerry Jerry Judy is too worried about Steve Smith to catch footballs. He like in that after that game he had like two catches, you know, yeah. like so what's the like there's nothing the, the defense was great last year. They're abysmal this year. Just um, cut like, Frank Clark. Just let him yeah, go. Yeah. There's nothing about that team right now that 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 has me saying they have a chance, you know, like, so, and Packers are only a one. As, as you said, Josh, give me everything. Like, I'll, I'll take everything yeah. with Packers because Broncos are horrible. And one point, I feel like it's, like, disrespectful. That team crazy. looks very limited. <laughs> Not, <laughs> like, it's bad. But, uh, Josh, your team should pick up Frank Clark. Uh, yeah. Well, the rumor was, it's what, the reason I don't, the commanders the win because there were some chase uh chase young rumors with us for a bit mm-hmm. there i'm like oh my god and max and chase together and then there was brian burns rumors too the other day i'm like oh my god don't tempt me with brian burns or max that's or chase the young guy who i'm looking at i'm like beginning of the year there was a lot of rumors with ravens and brian burns a lot yeah. and, and even with chase young there's a lot of rumors of that 
And as it is right now, like I'm kind, I'm happy we have we're second in the league in sacks, but like I wanted to go get Brian Burns, and I think Daniel right Hunter's now, available too. That's that's the other big guy. He's there right too. Now. Like like I yeah. think I I want us to go get Brian Burns, but I think we kind of okay, we have fool's gold gold right now. We're like oh we're second in the league in sacks. We need to pick up a pass rusher. Yeah. So I'm kind of uh, worried about like that. Like you said, you need you need Brian that Burns. name. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, sorry, just to go, yeah. the, um, the Broncos might showcase Judy this week is my other uh, not, kind of thing. Cause th- you're not wrong. Because they're, because uh, the, the Chiefs are the big one. The Chiefs are the big one right now. They're the front runners for Judy. And I think Mahomes and Judy. You think they trade him that, in division? That's, that's the big rumor right now. Because oh, Kansas City's looking for a wideout. Chiefs they just got, got one today. Out. Yeah. Hardman, let's go. Hardman back, so they got their their. They're good. Not a, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They tried. I mean, I guess they got a Super Bowl with Hardman, so it's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're not wrong though, Nick. Um, Pittsburgh travels to the Rams. Uh, Pittsburgh coming off a bye. Uh, won a game despite Matt Canada. Uh, with the uh, the audible against Coach. Which that look, that's the meme right there. <laughs> just go, coach. Just go. I can't even. You gotta, you gotta take us in now to that look. Yeah, nice. I don't talk about the Steelers, never, but um, who are they playing? The, the Rams. Rams. The Rams. Yeah, I uh, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. Give me, like, hopefully. No, I'm not. You know what? I can't pick the Steelers, man. Like Tomlin off of by is really like Tom, he's off of by is really good. That that defense is playing really well. Is TJ he, Watt the defensive player of the year for everybody right now? I think he has to be. Yeah. I think I think I think he has to be. Um just because he has he has the numbers right now, but he also has like the impact plays, like the big, like the big splash impact impact plays. Like, like oh, you remember that play? Like he had the, the fumble recovery, like mm-hmm. He has those plays. Um, fuck. No, I can't do it. Give me the Rams. I'm not picking Steelers. Fuck them. It's <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm choosing the Steelers on this one, but it's like I'm hesitant. Like this is not one where I'm confident on the choice because it's Matt Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the more that they yellow fire. Canada is the more that they're going to win. So yeah. if Pittsburgh really wants him out, you'll like yell out fire somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then it just fire somebody like underneath him, like the special team coach. And I think Mike Tomlin's going to be like, well, I like him. So let's get rid of Canada. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of mm-hmm. how it works. Um, But I don't even really want to bet on this game. Like no, if, it's if a stay yeah, away. Stay away stay from this away. game, but yeah. I'll go because we're just choosing every game. I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. Uh, before I get to you, Nick, I, I won't be that long. I'll go with Pittsburgh. Rams have been up and down. We don't even know who the running back is. They've signed literally every running back under the sun from Foreman to bringing back Daryl Henderson. Zach Evans is the is the hot, sexy pick in fantasy this week. It's good to see Cooper Cup back, but I, I like Pittsburgh and their defense. I think they're going to eat in this one. I'll pick the uh, the Steelers. Where are you going, Nick? Uh, I'm going with Rams. Um, I think the the receiving core is just too too hot. And I think last week 
Um, you know, Puka had what 39 yards last week. He's they're going to get him the ball. You know, they, they, they know what they have and they're going to feed him the ball. And if, when him and Cooper cup are both on point together, I want to see that. And it's going to be this week. Could be, um, don't have to talk too long about this one. Cardinals and Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by seven and a half. Seahawks fantasy wise are one of the sexy picks for uh, a defensive flex. I, I thought the Seahawks should have won that Bengals game. That was a hundred percent on Geno. I think the Seahawks defense is great. They have all the weapons. We talked, you know, we always kind of dump on, on poor Senator and, and Ritter every single week and say that the Falcons are a quarterback away. That Seahawks game looked like the Seahawks were a quarterback away now. If they, I think two of the losses now have been put onto Geno. Uh, I think that, you know, we talked about the Raiders being stuck in the end zone. Seahawks got way stuck in the red zone. Kenneth Walker looked good. DK looked good. The defense is looking good. They should have won that game. The Bengals had no right to be in that game. That should be a team that's not close to uh, coach's team right now in the uh, in the division. They got a lucky win against Seattle. Like That's one of those games. Yeah, the Bengals won, but the Seahawks were the better team. They are going to smash Arizona. I think Geno's going to be pissed. Pete's going to be pissed. And a big win for the Seahawks in Seattle with the 12th man. Seven and a half. Give me everything. I pick Seattle, Nick. Um, I'm going Seattle too. Um, yeah. I don't think Arizona, I don't think Dobbs can throw. No. Not and anymore. I think Seattle's running defense is awesome. And that's what I got. Yeah. Senator? I'm going Seattle, uh, but I think one of the issues that we're seeing with this team, with Cincy, is when you give the bag. Yep. Like the same issues, the Giants. same issues that we had last year with Gino is the issues that we had last year with Gino is not yep. the issues we're having this year with Gino. And this year, I think, isn't he guaranteed predominantly? M- three quarters or something like that of his yeah. contract this season. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just think once you get that bag, especially in football, your mindset kind of changes. There's, it's not like basketball where all contracts are guaranteed. Like I'm pretty sure all his money this year is guaranteed. And then yeah. after that, he has to work for it again. Like, mm-hmm. but he may not be mean, there for that because exactly. Yeah. And same thing with Daniel Jones. He might not yeah. be there after next season because this could be a Kirk can, Cousins team. They can cut him. So like, give me, uh, give me Seattle this game. But we were talking about that, and I think like that is changes the mindset of a player. Mm-hmm. Coach, where are you going in this one? I think the big thing with Geno is that like last year, teams didn't have the book on him. You know, he was kind of he was kind of just jumping True. in. Like teams didn't have any real film on him, so he was kind of he's 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 a he's a NFL veteran. He's like a, he's a starter in the NFL. You know, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's capable. But they didn't have the film on him. Now they're putting him in in, in places where he has to make more than one read. It's not just one read. Your running back's gonna run the ball. You know, like now he has to make more than one read and make good, solid, consistent throws. Like teams are not playing man anymore. They're against him. They're playing zone making him methodically move the ball down the field. Um, so that's what that's my take on Geno, but I think this is a game where Seattle wins by like 10. Like this is not a – Arizona is not a very good team. No. Uh, Josh Dobbs has played 
surprisingly like okay this year. You know, like, he's like Kyler's okay. Kyler's almost ready to be back too. It sounds like. Well, so. yeah, they they they. they whoa, 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 whoa! You guys are ridiculous right now. His windows a, open. Him and Buda Baker's windows open. Are you baby. are you are you crazy? A new Call of Duty just dropped. This oh, guy. Shit. Oh shit! <laughs> guy, You're right. This guy You're right. ain't making it back. Like, we sure he might chill. not play Spider Man too. He might also play a little bit exactly. Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like, some Mar- Super Mario Wonder. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I think the Cardinals have, like, Josh Dobbs has been surprisingly, like, okay, but I think that uh, those corners, like, everyone talked about, like, Cowboys and their corner tandem with uh, Diggs and uh, Gilmore. Those corners on Seattle, they're fucking unbelievable. They're unbelievable. I think they're ranked third right now. Yeah. They're when you looked at, when they're looking at the cornerback yeah, duo. Yeah, no, yeah. they're, they're, they're really good, and they fly around the ball. They're 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 zone hawks. They 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 catch everything. Like they're it's gonna be tough. So I don't see how, as Nick was saying, like Josh Dobbs not a good thrower of the ball. You know, so I don't see how he's gonna be able to pick those those two guys apart. You know, like it's gonna be a lot of dinking dunks. Like I think, yeah, Seattle wins by ten. Uh, next up we have. The Kansas City Chiefs will be hosting the L.A. Chargers. And uh, I guess we'll see if Taylor is there or not after making a special appearance at SNL and her movie making $100 million in the box office this week. I, I got to say, because I guess you just have to mention it with KC, I, I actually do think that the thing is, I'm a fool now, I guess. I do believe there's some realism to it a little bit. From the, what you've heard from the SNL party, we'll save this for the pop culture pod with Rundown. And by the way, Senator, we need to bring you on to talk about Jada and Will because you guys killed it on Not So Soft this week. Uh, yeah, so we need to talk about Jada and Will on, on the Rundown. Um, but anyway, so I and the, anyway, we mentioned they got Hardman back. Anyways, Chargers are just terrible. I don't even really want to talk about this game. I want to talk about something from the Cowboys Chargers game that's more interesting to me. So. Let's just breeze by this, and I can ask you guys that question. Take the Chiefs. Who cares? Chargers suck. Nick? Um, I'll take the Chiefs. I don't like it. I don't really like the Chiefs yet. They're um, boring. They're really boring. It's they, the most boring Patrick they, Holmes has ever looked. Man, but they win, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the problem. It's they, they win. Um, the Chargers look, didn't look good even with Eckler back. Um, you know, they just didn't They just didn't look good. So I think, I think the Chiefs. Um, yeah, they're gonna stay that that Taylor that Taylor magic is gonna is gonna continue. <laughs> Didn't she move in with uh, Kelsey too? So she's like in Kansas. That's a State, rumor. So. That's a rumor. Yeah. Senator, All right, let me let me say something. Yeah. Um, and this is not to be disrespectful, but white people move fast, yo. Like, <laughs> like, like if they, like, there's, I remember, I remember, I, I got a mute. Like I dated one and they wanted me to meet their parents within like three weeks. I was like, yo, just chill. Like that's too much. Anyways, getting back to football. Um, I'm going with chiefs, but I also think as much as people don't understand that pickup, that, that uh, trade back from Nico Hardman is going to work so amazing for him because that brings in a veteran uh, wide receiver that works with that worked with him so they don't really got to go through the whole drill and anything like that like they are he already knows what to do and what that also does it minimum it puts everybody on the wide receiver chart down one 
So now that pressure isn't there as much. So those balls that they were dropping is not going to be the same the same ones that they're regularly dropping because they're not going to be targeted as much and put in that position. So give me the Chiefs on that one, but that's why I really like that pickup. And in my sleeper one, I picked up Miko Harmon because of that, because I think that when you have that safety net, it's going to be Travis Kelsey, then it's mm-hmm. going to go Miko, and then everybody else after that. Yeah, I was like a ninja picking up Yahoo today. As soon as I saw the thing, I got him right away. And yeah. I had a few. I, I was so upset because I I went on Yahoo first to go pick yeah. him up, and he was gone. I was, I was like, like a ninja. Right. I saw the I saw the, the 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 Twitter update. I'm like, boom, and I had yeah. like three people like you motherfucker. <laughs> Coach, are you picking it? Who who? Tell us why you're picking the Chiefs in this game. I'm not even asking why you're. Yeah, picking. I'm definitely picking the Chiefs. I think um the biggest reason, other than I think the Chiefs are better. I think Andy Reid doesn't fuck his team over. Yeah. Andy Reid does everything. Like he's one of those. He's one of the coaches who they do everything in their power. Unless time's running down and he doesn't get the time, that's about it. The time management still. I mean, he hasn't done bad time management for a I while. Mean, I will say. I mean, the last time he's had really time management issues was pre 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 Pat. You know, with mm-hmm. the Eagles and yeah. Donovan and stuff. You know, that was the last. You know, but 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 since he's had Pat, like thirteen seconds, all he needs. You know, like time management is not really his thing. But like. You look at the, on the other side of the ball with the other team and their quarterback and their head HC, like they're known for blowing games and yeah. blowing big games and blowing, blowing big leads and going for a fourth and seven on your own 20 and shit like that. Like, um, so yeah, for that reason and others, I got the Chiefs. So, my, my question for this game is more important was that fan a plant? Or was that was that an actual fan? She says she she was a it Minnesota sure fan like sure beforehand, like and that's why there was the Viking stuff from her. And now she lives in LA, and that's why she roots for the Chargers. She was on Pat McAfee and talked mm-hmm. about stuff. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, well, that's instantly going to be a meme. But then it also they showed her a lot too, which seemed a little bit too subtle. I don't know, uh, Coach. What do you think? And I'll go to you, Senator, and then you, Nick. Like, do you think she was a plant? I absolutely think she's a plant. Like, I, I just think the NFL, I think there is. Because there's no as a Charger fan. There, there isn't. Like, they they were home against the Cowboys, and there was, like, 70% Cowboy fans in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I and the way she, she was keeping so loud for a freaking one-yard Austin. I know. Like, it was just, like, it was just too and much. And she's in the luxury boxes, too. Yeah, yeah. No, she definitely planted. Good job, Senator? bro. Well, when you when you look at the scale of celebrity, right, and for the NFL, Kansas City has Taylor, Taylor. Swift. Yes, right. Uh, New York Jets has Fireman Ed and Aaron Rodgers, technically. Who well, is yeah. ridiculous? How he's walking yeah, and throwing? How he's stupid. Yeah, I was very upset when I saw that, but okay. Um, and then for Chargers. There is only so many people you could go to. And you had to find the most animated um, Asian woman to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Because you want to also show the diversity that LA has. Yes. She is definitely a plant. We're not going to, we're not, whatever interview she did on McAfee. I think you're right on the the diversity thing, because they know they showed a Hispanic person. Like, that's a Raider fan. Come on. They could even say that and be like, 
yeah. we know he just doesn't under just couldn't afford a Raiders jersey. Yeah. Like it's yeah. okay. Like it yeah. is what it is. But now with with um NFL trying to expand as much as they're trying to expand, they got what two games in Germany coming up? Yeah. Obviously they're gonna try to expand a little bit further. What would be the best team to have go oh, to yeah. like the Asian market? Yep. The team that doesn't really have fans in America. Like yeah. you send them out there to be the ones to do it, right? Like yeah. what where was Kobe probably the most popular in? We already yeah. know China, it was yep. Asia, right? So yeah. like to me, definite a definite plant. And she kept talking about her husband. We have no idea who her husband is. Her husband probably works somewhere in the NFL. So Definitely. like plot twist is Roger Goodell. Uh oh. Oh, he just signed a new deal till 2027, too. Yes, yeah. he did. And it was on Monday Night Football, too, which was very conspicuous is this, as well. I'm not going to make that joke. I'm going to stop now. Nick, you go. <laughs> I've already been Bill too Simmons. ridiculous Don't on that last Bill one. Simmons. So, Don't pull a Bill Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Nick, plant or not plant? Yeah, it's a plant. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think this one is, uh, this one's a little strange to me. You know, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I don't know if what the game plan is, why it's a thing. No idea. I just, but it's for sure. Fan. It's not. It, yeah. <laughs> There's actually a lot of Colts fans, man. It's it's crazy how many Colts fans yeah. I have met. There is. Right. We're all, we're all over the place. Yeah. And unlike, I would say like with the Chargers, unlike with the Raiders who were losing a little bit of our home crowd, that's because it's Vegas. People mm-hmm. are just coming to Vegas to watch their teams. You know, and and the Raiders have a bigger market than both the Rams and the Chargers in LA. Like the, the Raiders are still technically LA's team. If you talk to anyone from LA, it's like who's our football team? It's like the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, and as long as you guys have, on there. as long as you guys have uh, Beast Mode still repping, you guys down. Yeah. Yeah, we're who always been the Oakland th- Raiders to me. Who would have thought that Beast Mode and Patrick Mahomes Sr. would have been the video that everybody wanted to watch? That was that, that video was, was actually pretty was wild, pretty dope. Like I, I watched it; it was pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. And then Beast Mode was on stage with a uh, Too Short. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yep. Oakland. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm gonna skip the Sunday night game. We'll do that last because that's the game of the week. Uh, we'll go to Monday night football really quick. Um, Niners hosting the Vikings. So many questions in this game. Uh, we. I don't know what's going on with CMC yet. Uh, so obviously if Jordan Mason or Elijah Mitchell will be the running back. We don't know what's going on with Debo yet in this game. That was the first game that Brock Purdy looked not great. Um, Minnesota, uh, Kirk Cousins is not going to waive his no trade clause, at least at this point. Maybe they'll change it in the next two weeks here. Um, they beat the Bears, who we talked about are not a good football team. Uh, so they did get that win there, but they have a lot of – things going on hunter's been really good on the defensive side for them but uh rather if cmc plays or not he's been great that touchdown streak is unbelievable uh niners for by six and a half cmc or not debo or not uh trent williams or not which i think is the bigger piece that they may not have is trent no trent williams uh doesn't give me san francisco gonna be pissed off i have san francisco winning a monday night football six and a half nick Ooh, you look interested um if there's no CMC, no Debo, no Trent, and it's Purdy, Elijah Mitchell, I guess Ayuk. Um, it's real hard to pick them after the way they looked last week. Um, 
but I'm still going to pick them. But I don't think that six and a half is realistic with this. If they're going to field that team, I think they win by like a field goal. Okay. Senator. I'm going San Fran just because they, that they said there's a high probability that they're all playing. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a real like long-term entry. I could see uh, maybe keeping CMC out, but Debo playing just because Debo, Debo, Missed the first first game of the season, and he'll be and he'll be their running back. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Like, True. um, True. and then on top of that, 49ers face uh Cleveland this past week. Yeah, like, that's who they lost to. You. Vikings defense is nowhere close to the no. <laughs> Cleveland no, defense. No, 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 no. So like, yeah, like they made Brock Purdy look average for probably the first time since he took over the starting role. But I also think like that might be the thing that motivates him because sometimes when you ride that high too too much and you never really face that low, like his real low was an injury. This is that once he this is his bounce back game. And if he can bounce back properly, like I think that just reinstills all faith in the team. I don't think it dropped a lot, but I'm just saying it reinstilled all faith in the team that it doesn't matter who's on the field, that that Brock Purdy guy, we can stack him around with some people and he'll he'll get the job done. Cleveland is just a really outstanding defense this year. So, yeah. Yeah. Coach, who are you going with on Monday Night Football? Uh, I'll say this. I think I do not believe in Brock Purdy. I think he is just, mm. as any other Kyle Shanahan quarterback, he's just a plug-and-play guy into a genius's system. Um, I do not believe in him, so I'll say that first and foremost. But Trey Lance didn't do what Brock Purdy did in the first five games. But, but, but Trey Lance only really played three games, and one of those games looked really well. And he got hurt. So it's not really a big sample size. Which game you know, was that? Didn't he have a game where he had like over 300 yards or something? Or something? No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I might have to look this up now because okay, yeah. I might be, I might be, I might be wrong uh, on this one. I, I forgot what game, but I'm pretty sure he had a game like he, like he, he looked outstanding in one game. And other, and other, other two games he was, didn't look good. And then two games he didn't um, finish. But, anyways, um, I'll just, I'll go, I'll, I'll go to my pick. Um, it's pretty simple for me. If you look at when this game is being played and who the Vikings quarterback is, that oh, <laughs> yes, you I totally forgot. Totally yes. forgot too. Thank you, Coach. Nice. Thank you. Nice, thank you. Nice. Thank you. Definitely the 49ers. The Definitely Discovery. 49ers now. All the monies. All the monies. All the monies. Whoa. Thank you for what? reminding all of us. Why would you do that to such a Innocent young man, I tell you. I'm that not, man I, has I, a family. We saw it on Netflix. I didn't say anything. I'm just saying, like, if you look at when the game is being played and who's quarterbacking for the Vikings, then that tells you everything you need to know where my yeah. pick is going. Uh, let's go to Sunday Night Football. If Senator looks up to Trey Lance, we can always get back to that. Uh, it's the game of the week. This is maybe one of the biggest Sunday Night Football games we've had. This, uh, The Taylor Swift game, I think, was the highest ranked one. That was at a 28 this this is gonna probably be about thirty million. They're gonna watch this Sunday night football game. Uh, Miami travels to Philly. The Eagles are favored by two and a half, coming off a loss. Believe it or not, the uh, the trap game to the Jets, which I did call on that podcast. I picked the Jets mm-hmm. on the pod that we did. Uh, so cheers to me. Uh, I, I felt like it was a trap game, and Philly was coming close to it. I have. I actually want to hear you guys talk about this game. This game is so hard 
to figure out. I do feel like Philly's going to want to bounce back. You guys, uh, Nick and Coach specifically talked about Hertz and his change of style in that uh, that game against the Jets. I don't think Miami has as good of a defense, obviously, as uh, the Jets do. Uh, some good news. It sounds like Jalen Ramsey is getting closer to coming back uh, for this team. Um, I'm assuming that hopefully baby Rhino and some of these other guys will be back for Philly. I will have Philly win very, very close. I, this is going to be like a, a field goal game probably. So I guess I'll take the points with Philly, but it's going to be a great game and it's going to be a close one. I'll take Philly, but I don't feel comfortable about it, Nick. Um. So Miami's got Waddle going. They got yeah. Hill going. Raheem is amazing without a pool game. Um, man, <laughs> a rumor man the that, Eagles that they might move Claypool out to tight end. That's a better okay. idea for sure. Yeah. Hmm. I I like that move way more. Um, I think Philadelphia's gonna try and get Devonte Smith the ball this week. Um, he looked bad. He had some bad drops, but they didn't really give him any chances. They haven't really, they haven't really been targeting him this year. So I think they're going to go really hard with Devonte Smith. Um, two and a half. I'm going to go Julio, with the Dolphins. By the way, too, Eagles have. Yeah, Julio that's now. you know that's the X factor. You're right. Uh, pick the Dolphins <laughs> yeah. for sure. Uh, Julio's back. Uh, no, I'm going with Miami. You know, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I just think with Waddle the way he's rolling right now, um, Tyreek Hill, he's going to receive what 2300 yards uh this year uh that's what he's on pace for um Raheem Mostert I you know he's gonna play like an A1 as long as A-chan's out um so I'm, I'm gonna pick that Miami do- uh, that that offense that Miami offense uh Senator where are you going um uh, I am going with Miami for for this one I just think their offense is I think this is going to be a really good game overall, but right now, to me, Hurts doesn't look like Hurts. No. And Tua is getting the ball out very quickly. And I think that's going to be the difference when it comes to it because you can't just... Some teams, you can just kind of zone in on what you know that they're going to do. Like, you are you know you have to stack the box against Falcons because they're going to try to run the ball a lot. You know you have to play zone defense a little bit more against let's say the Vikings because Kirk Cousins is going to try passing the ball a lot. Miami's just has been able to mix up a lot of the plays. It seems like uh McDaniel's learned from Andy Reid where it's anybody that gives him a suggestion, he's willing to try it. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes the team so like um unbelievable when it comes to the offense. And then I also want to go back to Trey Lance stats because I have okay. it here. His highest uh, yardage was in 2021, and that was 249. Boom, not 300. And then the hey, 20... so sorry, 50, 50 off, but that season, yeah. but, but, but but that, that was season... that was the season that was the season with Jimmy G. Yeah, and. Yeah. So this like, like four or five games that year. He yeah, he came in for three games. Uh the two games before that were the highest was 171, I think I saw. And then the two games that he played in 2022 before he got injured, 
164, and then he got injured the second game, and he only threw for 30. Yeah. And I drafted him everywhere in fantasy that year. (laughs) Everywhere. So you felt that pain. I felt all of that pain. (laughs) Just didn't get a chance. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, Coach, uh, who are you taking? Um, Miami's defense is not good. No, they are not good. They are getting Jalen Ramsey back soon, so that should help a little bit. Having him and um, X on 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 the, the corners, um, so that should help. But give me Philadelphia. I think I think uh, they, they had they hit their little snag where they lost last game. They look really well. They've looked really human all year, to be honest with yeah. you. But kind of like with what the Pats, well, not Pats, um, Kansas City is doing, they've been winning games, you know. Um, they've been finding a way to win. And for teams, like you usually find teams that kind of go to the Super Bowl or go to any finals and stuff, like especially when it's consistently, like Kansas City, like the games, the games in the year, they're kind of just mundane, kind of just going through the motions until the last quarter, last half of the year. Um, I think that's kind of what Philly's falling into. Um, the whole Hurts and uh, AJ Brown fiasco on the sideline, I think that might be playing into things a little bit. Um, but yeah, I I don't believe in Miami's defense, and I think for that reason, I think Philadelphia wins the game. Can I ask you a question, Coach? Before before we move forward, yeah. Um, do you think that the loss of both their OC and their DC last from last mm-hmm. year has played a huge for role sure. on how yeah, definitely they, having Steichen is, is huge like it, 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 it like you see the offense is not as explosive that's 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 the first the first thing you notice when you, when you watch them is that they don't have any big chunk plays you yeah. know like w- like when they went to Super Bowl they had a lot of plays to like Devontae on the outside like like that was Devontae's breakout year you know like mm-hmm. he had a lot of big big plays on the outside and then you had AJ Brown like since they got him from from Tennessee with they stole him from Tennessee or whatever um that has been huge for them but like they're not getting any real like explosive plays a lot of their stuff is just like i think part i think part of it too is that they've they've become so enamored and so like in love with the the philly tush push um that they're they're no longer using those opportunities for for like third and two play action deep ball Mm -hmm. down you know it's just like hey this is the it thing we can we can you know like the nfl tried to Outlaws try to like ban it, you know. Let's do the big fuck you NFL. Let's do it whenever we can. I think they're kind of in this kind of just mundane streak right now, but I think they're still a really, really, really good team. And then this week they get back. I think they get back Jalen Carter this week from from being from yep. being. Maybe Ryan is back. Yeah. So 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 so. Like, and hey, they have Dan Orlovsky's MVP Jason Kelsey. Oh my Did God. you guys see that on first? That. Jason Kelsey is the MVP. MVP, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Hey, um, how do you think it? Every nobody else, can, every other team tries to do the tush push and it doesn't work. Except for, except is. for yeah. Philly, and that's mainly because of Kelsey. So yeah, well, I mean, Kelsey is, is is a big part of it, but like they they get a lot of momentum from their guards as well, like the center and, guard center. Yeah, yeah, yes, Lane guard, Johnson, center guard, like 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 that interior right there is really really good. And then you got Jalen Hurts who friggin. What's he squat like seven thousand? Six hundred. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. So like, yeah. and then like, so like, like they're they're built like no one else is built. So like, 
I'm not saying it makes sense what they're doing, like like how how successful it is, but you can kind of look at it and say, you know what? I see the formula and I see why it makes sense. And I see Holy why. Okay. Speaking about Kelsey's, by the way, Nick um, has sent me something very very important about a Kelsey. All right. All right. Travis Kelsey apparently has bought a mansion for him and Taylor Swift's relationship. I think Taylor bought that. <laughs> Taylor might have bought it. She has the money to just go away and like say, I'm gonna go buy a Barbie mansion. Where for- where is this mansion? But doesn't yeah. say. Doesn't say where it is. I'm assuming it's in Kansas it's City. Probably Kansas if he City. bought it, it's probably in Kansas City. I'll see why not, yeah. But she lives in New York, right? This thing's gonna be it's gonna be like in Hawaii. This mansion yeah, is just probably. like somewhere random, like yeah. Just just to limit how much uh Anyways. might be there. Uh, Nick, we're about to talk college, and I know you're not a big college guy, so if you want to dip out, you're more than welcome to right now. Amazing. Well, thank you all. Good luck this week. Uh, uh, yeah, and we'll see you guys uh, maybe next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. I was, was going to say, I got to put my, my daughter to bed too, so I'm I'm, I'm going to head out soon. Right. But I will say this. Your Tar Heels are looking really good. Thank you, and- sir. And I, now I, I can't I, do my big spectacular like uh, introduction of everything. Uh, now you're making me <laughs> humble. They, they look really good. And as you and I talked uh, earlier this year, I'm very happy that Tez is there and ball. And that felt so good and this bloody week to ta- see Tez get in the end zone, man. Yeah, Damn. I'm like a big fuck you to the NCAA because mm-hmm. they tried to freaking fuck that kid over. So I'm very they happy did. that he's doing well. So Thank that's you, all man. I got about that. All right. Peace to Coach and uh, Nick and Senator and I will clearly talk about college and we'll get you out of here. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. Uh, so I guess, yeah, he talked about my uh, my Tar Heels. So let's really quickly talk about my Tar Heels. Uh, I was, you and I were talking a few weeks ago and that was the kind of the win that the Tar Heels needed. You know, they had that big win against the Syracuse team, uh, but that Miami win was really big to get them now into the top 10 and get them potentially into the college football man I, I can't tell you senator how upset i am that it's not eight teams this year that it's still four but like you look at the standings and i i would say right now you probably say georgia and georgia's a for sure and then it's whoever wins michigan and ohio will get the bid and then i look potentially at washington florida and then a few other Penn State obviously will have something to say, but Carolina, if they can beat Florida State, if they can go undefeated, they got a good chance to make it there. But it, it, there's there's still a lot to be said for who's going to make these Final Four. So I think for sure it's you're going to have Georgia, you're going to have Michigan. I think Ohio State, even if they lose to Michigan, is yeah. still going to be up there. And then there's that final spot. And then it's that final spot because here's the. The problem with college football when it was the four teams is that it doesn't it wasn't necessarily the four best teams that made it. Like Alabama had a did not look good. I think it was like two seasons ago and they yeah. made it into the final four. Like yeah. it's 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 bad that it's not an A team at this point right now, but what it does set your team up for is success for yeah. one next year when it does become eight eight teams. Because does. necessarily doesn't necessarily mean that Drake may Drake may might even go back for one more year. He can. If he, he, can. he absolutely if he can. thinks if he thinks Caleb is going to go higher, he can go back one more year to be a number one pick. If yep. the te- if a team he's looking at is not up there, so mm-hmm. like 
I think it, your team's in a really good position right here. I think the Tar Heels are setting themselves up for sure for the future with what they're doing at this point right now. Yeah, it was a really big win. And, and like Coach was saying, too, like just to see Tez, oh, yeah. you know, I, I think, you know, it was cool to get some message from people like, I'm not a Tar Heel fan, but that was really cool for Dez to give the middle finger to the NCAA and show what, what he could do. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool for him. And no uh, one really cares. And, and the worst part is no one really, no one really no cares care. Duke no one care. when it comes to football, right? No. So like this, the best thing is this transfer portal has really like, has really kind of neutralized the league, yeah. like the whole college football because, yeah. and the NIL deals, because you look at a person like Caleb who says, I may just come back because I can get paid more for yeah, in college, and I do going to the league if I don't like the team that I might get drafted to. So like, having it's a fun time in Chapel Hill. Like, uh, Amando Bacot is our center. Is like, I can get NIL deals. I can do commercials for Bojangles. Yeah. Like, I can do whatever I want out here. Yeah, like the 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 way how it was before was you kind of knew like going in like if you had to bet, do a parlay when it came to college football. Yeah, two seasons ago, you know Alabama, Georgia, Ohio yeah. State. Doesn't matter what the what the odds were just bet them because the disparity was so was extremely crazy right now it's not as it's not like that no when we I, we've had some crazy games i think the the best game of the week was that washington and oregon game and michael mm -hmm. Penix really jumped he's the leader right now for the heisman mm -hmm. but he really jumped his nfl stock up i thought bo nix was fantastic in that game I can't believe they missed the kick. Probably the second biggest missed kick next to the Niners kick. But as far as ramifications, probably the biggest missed kick mm -hmm. because I think that could potentially cost Oregon from now making the playoffs. We'll see. They got some work to do. And Pac-12 has been really good this year. You could argue, I mean, is ACC or Pac-12 that have been the second best conference? Obviously, uh, SEC is still yeah. really good. But Pac-12 is been always going to be the dominant one. conference this year. Um, but that game, I don't know how much of that game you got to see, but I got to see the, the, the little bit of the trail end of it, but just from what I saw from there, just a phenomenal game between those two teams. I didn't really watch that much college football this past weekend. Um, it's been extremely, my Saturdays have been like yeah. extremely That's, busy. I wish it wasn't on yeah. Saturdays. I wish it was like yeah. another time. And then, but like, honestly, to tell you that like, if it's a Friday, most times I can't even do it. Like yeah. it's just, it's just, bad days when they come on but i understand why they, they kind of dominate saturdays when it comes to the states yeah but um i told you about Penix from the start of the season you i was sure saying, did. i was That's saying I was like, that this was this was senator's guy yeah i was saying that Penix has the chance to really like if caleb does not go even though there's all that hype around drake may yeah. Penix might be the one if caleb doesn't pick doesn't go with the first pick we were asking who are joe Bur that's what it was because i said who's the joe burrow this year that's going to come yeah. out of nowhere and you said Penix. yeah like i think Penix Penix is proven time and time and i think this game right here especially because it was against bo Nix, that like elevated the stocks because there was so much talk about drake may caleb and bo Nix. those were the three yeah since the season started and then Penix was slowly inching up there and beating a Bo Nix really elevates your stock. Even Absolutely. if it's 
even if it was because of a missed field goal, it doesn't matter. If you outdueled them, you outdueled them. You got the dub and you outdueled them. So, yeah. The the other game to talk about was um, there's two other ones to talk about was mm-hmm. uh, Colorado just falling apart. What we went to I went to bed twenty nine nothing, cool, good for Coach Dion. Got a big UCLA game. They got a bye, and then they got UCLA coming up. Maybe if they win this, and then after that bye, they face UCLA. Maybe they get back ranked. Yikes! It was extremely bad, extremely bad. But I also think that one of the big things that goes against Colorado at this point is yeah they're a young team obviously they're a college team but the once you start getting all that negative stuff from the media now they weren't facing that pressure that first two weeks they were getting hyped up by the media like Mm -hmm. this is the team like this is the team you're not seeing you're not seeing that you're some people, some of those people on that team are never going to face this type of scrutiny in their life after Colorado. Like, they're not used to that. And a horrible loss to Oregon did not help that situation. And then a major blowout, 29-0, you get too confident, and then you lose the game. Like, you're going to be hearing it for two weeks now until you play again, until you really show them that, Okay, that was just a one-off. Like that next game you play, you gotta you gotta ball out crazy, and that's yeah, an unfortunate yeah. thing because we're talking about like youth at this point, youth yeah, young Sanders, adults. Sanders is top in passing yards right now. He's he's and third in touchdowns right now. Like he's doing all the right things. He's doing all the right things, but also that team doesn't have an O line. That team no. doesn't really have a D line. No, it's like next it's, year for them. It, this next recruiting class, you see, he had to take some of the kids he didn't have. He had to take kids from Jackson State that he did have. Mm-hmm. Like it's the next few years of when Colorado's going to be good. And, and coach has talked, and Sanders has talked about that. Is like this wasn't the year. But this is. But the, people the, the just don't understand that. No, people don't understand that because once you got that media hype with that two zero start, mm-hmm. was it two zero or three zero start? It was two zero start. Yeah, two zero start. Once you start getting that media hype behind you. It doesn't matter what you say in the press conference. Now they're going to hype you up because this is the darling that they can hype up at this point. And this is the darling that they can cut down at this point. So like it's, yeah, they next year, I think they're going to be, I think they got to learn from this year. I think it was a smart thing that Dion said that none of them, none of his boys are going to the league Mm -hmm. this year. So that next year they can really elevate all everybody's stock. Absolutely. Um, and then the other one was USC losing to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes into them facing Utah this week, which is the last time Caleb faced a good defense and had a struggle of a game. And I don't think it's anything major, but I think it is a concern to scouts that they have seen now when Caleb Williams faces good defenses that he does struggle a bit. So he struggled against Notre Dame, had not have a good game against them. And I think that's why this game this week against S- uh, with SC against Utah is a big game. It's a redemption game for the bowl game they lost to Utah, and he needs to bounce back from that Notre Dame game. I, I don't think at this point Drake or Penix have passed him for that number one pick, and I think it's mm-hmm. going to take a lot to happen. But you have heard different blocks and scouts being like, hey, there is scouts now that do prefer Penix or do prefer Drake May over Caleb. 
if it got to the first pick, he's still probably the first pick. But now it's not looking like this Wimby or Connor Bedard level of prospect because there is other guys that scouts are like, hey, like a little bit worried about facing some of the defenses that he has. And we have these other options potentially in Penix and Drake and so on. I think the problem with Caleb is if it was just the Notre Dame loss, yeah, you wouldn't have heard those murmurs. Mm-hmm. But I think what hurt was Colorado that doesn't have a good defense. Yeah. And they pretty much dueled to like the last minute. That's the other one. Yeah. Thank you. So it's so when you're looking at it, it's like, okay, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a top five defense in college football. You can he's not keeping up that momentum even though his statistic wise there's no no matching it at this point right now like Caleb is gone but against Notre Dame who is a very tough team yep and then even a Colorado that's not really that tough of a Colorado's defense and Notre Dame's defense are two different levels two different tiers at this point but you had to, you lost against one and you almost lost against the other one. Like these are, it's, it kind of lowers your draft stock. And they've lost against Utah three times in a row. So, I mean, there's a lot of games I can say game of the week. Uh, this is one of them. Yeah. Um, but so that, that's a big game. Normally we don't pick the games. We just kind of talk about them. Uh, Penn state and Ohio state. That's another huge that's game. A huge game. Like, if Ohio loses to Penn and loses to Michigan, that helps Penn mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out what they're going to do. But that also entirely hurts Ohio. Uh, That's going to be a good game to watch for Pat yeah. McAfee show on the Friday because they're they going to have their, yeah, they're in Ohio. Nice. AQ Shipley, who was Penn State and AJ Hawk, Ohio, are going to be going to be on the panel that day. Usually AQ is on Wednesdays. He's doing Friday this week. Like it's going to be nice. interesting. They better be going. Uh, I'm just seeing what the Duke and Carolina week is. I think they'll probably be going to uh, Chapel Hill that week because that looks like that's the game of the week. I wouldn't be surprised for game day. Yeah, yeah I think sure. they'll go to Chapel Hill that day. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be huge. Uh, a really uh, interesting Arizona State against Washington. Arizona isn't ranked, but sometimes you get these big wins and maybe there's an upset. I, I don't think there will be, but you know, you never know sometimes with these games, maybe it's a trap game. All of a sudden, probably not, but Michael Penix, they comes up a big win. Maybe there's an upset. Who knows? Probably not. I, Arizona's not very good this year. State. Arizona state's not that good. I just think Penix is playing on a whole nother level at this point right now. So yeah. Uh, the Duke had that really tough loss to Notre Dame, but Big game against Florida State. Uh, Florida State's favored by 14 and a half. That's another game that's going on around the same time as the uh, Utah and SC game. So big game for Duke. I'd, I'd probably pick Florida State to win that right now. It seems like the AC is going to come down to Florida State and Carolina. But uh, a big game for Duke to, if they had any chance left to make the college football playoffs with that one loss, they have to beat Florida State and they have to beat Carolina. So it starts this week for, for the Blue Devils. Duke surprising unc surprising like there's so there's so many teams at this point right now that are just surprising when it comes to what they're what they've been known for and what they actually are at this point yeah so 
regardless if they win or lose, I just think it's going to be a really entertaining game as long as it's seven points or less, right? Yeah. Like, I think that it can be really competitive. That's why I, uh, sometimes I don't really bet college football because yeah. those odds, those spreads are ridiculous. Yeah, well, like uh, Tennessee and Alabama, it's Alabama by eight and a half. But I've been impressed from the limited amount I've seen of Tennessee. Like you and I were saying, like it, I, I try to watch as many stuff as I can yeah. on uh, on the Saturday, but it's hard with work mm-hmm. uh, on Saturdays for what we both do. Uh, but you know what? That's That Tennessee team is a team that's impressed me, and Alabama's been up and down so far this year. Alabama's all over the place. They don't, they don't really have – it's not like a typical Alabama team. No. And Tennessee – Tennessee has been all over the place too. Like it's not – Tennessee has not been anywhere close to where I thought they were going to be this season. They almost lost to a, like a two-win Arkansas team last year. Yeah, week. yeah. It didn't ten, the Tennessee team just hasn't looked the same. So they haven't. It'll be it'll be interesting. And of course, we have the 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 legendary in the classic Air Force versus Navy rivalry going on this week. Air Force undefeated right now at six and zero going mm-hmm. against Navy. Um, you know, I was almost going to say if McAfee wasn't going to Ohio, that would have been a really cool uh, spot for them to go is to go to Navy. Oh yeah, for sure. For some reason, I just I'm just I'm choosing Navy because every time I bet Air Force on this one, Navy always like blows them out, and I'm like, I don't understand why. Like that's I'll watch them, I'll watch each record and see them lose five games in a row by like yeah. 21 points and then all of a sudden they face air force and then they win by 30 and you're like wait what yeah air force is undefeated right now but navy's three and three but i do i i agree with you like navy does that and i for a game like this kind of like when duke and carolina face each other i just throw away the records the records don't matter yeah yeah it's, a, it's, literally it's, just a, it's a, rival. a big time rivalry yeah. game that doesn't matter but uh i'll tell you this before we get out it is so weird because in my entire life being a Carolina fan, it has mainly been focused on basketball. Mm-hmm. And to be in week eight and now to look look at an Air Force team, like kind of hope they lose because we need to stay undefeated. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope that Penn State beats it. It is I've never been at a point where I start looking at the standings and looking at the games ahead collegially, be like, okay, so how do we get to the college? Like, to the, like it's it's very weird. I think Carolina is in that realm of being in those final four teams. I have not been in this spot and it's really exciting and fun. And you kind of look ahead for our Tar Heels and you got these games against Virginia, Georgia tech team. That's frisky that they beat Miami on that. Oh my God. That Miami fumble game. Oh my God. Uh, And then they face Campbell before facing Duke and a Clemson team. That's not the same. And then NC state. So there is a path for Carolina to be undefeated before a presumable ACAC matchup against Florida state where they could be undefeated. So it's very nerve wracking and fun to be a Tar Heel fan, but I've never experienced anything like this with uh, the college football side. You can understand how these, these traditional fan bases like the Georgias, the Bamas, the Michigans, this is their whole year is getting excited mm-hmm. for it. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, now that I'm getting to really experience what college football can be, it is a lot of fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Like I was, very tuned into like college football for a very long time and then it just became too much like sports all the time yeah, and then yeah, yeah you kind of take away from your personal life because of that it's like work sports that's pretty much it um especially if you're if sports isn't your work life like it's it's yeah. very hard to kind of balance everything around but this 
this year it's been very interesting getting back into like um football on Saturday, football on Sunday. Yeah. And the Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and you have it almost every day except for Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, pretty much, yeah. And, and so, so, like, I guess it, sometimes most most of the time on Thursday. Yeah, uh, oh, no, we have it Thursday. We have Thursday night football. We have Thursday night football, but it all depends oh, yeah. on how good the game is. Like, yeah, sometimes you can skip those, but yeah. yeah, like overall, it was kind of like really trying to learn how to balance balance everything so you can kind of at least enjoy one or two of the games of the week yeah. for on Saturdays instead of watching like Sundays. We already know we kind of lock in me and yeah. you kind of do the same thing. We lock in Saturday and we watch pretty much all the games or as many games as we possibly we need a can. red zone for college. And red by zone. The way. Yeah. We need they a red definitely zone for college. need one. Yeah. Cause then, but the only problem is that would go way longer than the NFL. This is true. Yeah, they should focus on like the top twenty-five. But if the the outside rankings have like a big upset mm-hmm. or something going on, then focus on that. Then That's what I would switch do. over. Yeah, yeah, that would be something that, or they could have like two or three people doing it throughout the throughout yeah. it. So you have one person does like the morning one, like the morning runs, and then you know because they go until they start at what ten o'clock our time. Yeah, and. The last game that's when Penn is... State and Ohio State takes place is 10 a.m. Like that's so early. I mean, I'm working yeah. that time, um, but I'm just like, man, that's so early. I yeah, love it. If I if I had Saturdays off, that'd be great. It would be perfect. But you start at 10 a.m. for like the first slate of games, and then the last game probably starts around 8:30 our time. Like it's yeah. it's a whole, that would be a whole lot of work for any network to try to like cover all of those. Definitely would. All right, we're going to wrap up there. Senator, thank you. Thanks to Nick and Coach that joined us earlier. Uh, We didn't have one last week. We gave you a super jam-packed one Uh this week. We'll be back next week. Senator and I will be covering the NFL. Like I said, we're going to try to squeeze Senator into our pop culture pod this week because they absolutely had me rolling a not-so-soft this week. It was an app. Please go check out Not-So-Soft this week because it was a legendary episode of Not-So-Soft. It might be one of my favorite episodes of the Not-So-Soft. Uh, shout out to I, Joe who showed up. I was up. waiting for yeah. that. I was waiting for it. Yeah. we we Even when we tried to get away from the major topic, we there was always some way to like loop us yeah. right back into it. So, yeah, yeah go and check out Not-So-Soft. we got all the Britney Spears stuff too now. Oh, yeah, it's about to be a wild time, I tell you. Yeah. Uh, All right, everyone. Until next time, folks. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.